White Castle's new Bacon Ranch Chicken Ring Slider is a symphony of savory on our signature bun. Start with two chicken rings. Mmm, surrender to the tender all-white meat chicken. And now, boom goes the bacon. Crispy, twisty, don't diss me. And here comes... There it is. Creamy, dreamy, Hidden Valley Original Ranch. <laughs> the Bacon Ranch Chicken Ring Slider. Two for you, just $3. Only at White Castle. While supplies last, tax not included. All Hit Radio. Welcome to the X-Zone. A place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Back everyone, hour number two of tonight's show. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon, and we're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Exxon Broadcast Network and the Talk Star Radio Network. If you'd like to send an email to me here anytime, night or day, I always get my email. You ready? Got your pencil and paper out? Okay. Exxon at Exxon Radio TV, and Exxon is spelled X Z O N E at xzoneradiotv.com You can chat with me here as well during the show on MSN Messenger. The address there is xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com and our website www.xzoneradiotv.com My guest this hour is Willie Windwalker Gibson who lives in Louisville, Kentucky. Willie is a Cherokee and Irish and is a sensitive can hear and see spirits. He is also a minister and shaman and does paranormal cons, uh, consulting and paranormal investigations as well as clearing and cleansing ceremonies when and if needed. Willie is also a writer. He has two books out, The Shaman Windwalker on Amazon.com and his new book, Soul Warriors, is also available now on Amazon.com. Willie also writes a column for Visions Magazine uh, called Ask a Shaman as well as feature stories. Joining us now is Windwalker Willie Nelson. And uh, Willie, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great, Rob. Uh, tell us about your new book, uh, The Soul Warrior. Well, Soul Warriors is a continuation of my first book, The Shaman Windwalker. Uh, the Shaman Windwalker uh, talked about my beginnings, you know, as, uh, mm-hmm. as a sensitive. I started when I was 10 years old when I started to see and hear spirits. And that book went up to 1995, and then I, uh, people wanted to know what happened after 1995, what I was been doing. So I decided to do a continuation called The Soul Warriors, and uh, it has a lot of my, it has cases in it that I've worked and uh, um, different things in it, like uh, murder cases that I've worked, mm-hmm. uh, uh, different uh, 
hauntings that I've worked at, and uh, there's a, a few things in there that tells people what to do and, and how to progress in their psychic abilities. When was it, Willie, or what was the paranormal event that catapulted you into doing what you're doing now as a professional? Uh, I guess, uh, you know, as I, as I told you, as a child, mm-hmm. you know, I was kind of inching my way along. Back in the early, uh, middle 1960s, you really didn't have too much teaching around that area. I would see and hear things, and I would go tell my father about it, and he would try to tell me what was going on because he believed me because he had a little bit of psychic abilities too. But I guess it would have to be uh, what really set me off was in 1984 when my when my father uh, passed away. Uh, two weeks later, uh, I was in his room actually, and I was laying down on his bed. And I was just looking at the ceiling, and it was it was like nine o'clock in the morning. And I felt a tug at my foot, and I, I raised up, and I, there's my father standing at the foot of the bed. And I, and I sat up, and I just looked at him, and he glided, kind of glided over to the side of the bed, and he smiled at me, and he pointed down and showed me uh, that he showed me his legs. Well, see, my father was a double amputee, and he wanted to show me that he had his legs. And uh, after that, you know, he kind of he, he faded away. So after that, after that happened, I kind of went on ahead and started uh, learning as much as I could uh, about my shaman, uh, about my heritage, and and shamic abilities, and uh, I guess it was seeing my father in spirit is what set me off. Willie, stand by. You and I have to take a commercial break. We'll be back in two minutes. Exo Nation, our guest this hour is Willie Windwalker Gibson. His website is spiritually.fatcow.com forward slash windwalker. That's spiritually.fatcow.com dot com forward slash windwalker and the name of his uh, new book is soul warriors and it is also available on amazon.com as his as is his first book the shaman windwalker and we'll be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial break with our guest of this hour talking about the paranormal we're going to talk to willie about some of the murder cases that he's worked on hauntings and being a paranormal clergy this is the x-zone and um we still have so much to do tonight. In fact, our one of our guests later on is the director, producer, and the gentleman behind Shadow Government, how the global elite plan to destroy democracy and your freedom. I'll be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial break. Don't go away.
Bully Windwalker Gibson's my special guest to this hour, Exxon Nation. And uh, what was it like seeing your dad, who had passed recently, at the bedside with both his legs there? Your dad was a double amputee, and there he, there he was in front of you with, you know, his legs and, and in spirit. How did, how did you feel? Were you afraid? Did you feel honored that your dad had made the transition back in order to, to comfort you and to show you that he was all right? Uh, I felt honored. Uh, I think he knew down deep inside that I was worrying about, uh, see, I was the one that signed the paperwork to have his legs taken off because, um, you know, he had gangrene because of diabetes. And he knew that was playing on my mind. So he come back for that reason to show me that he was fine. He had his legs. And I was, it was, it was great seeing him. Uh, I actually, I tried to touch him and he kind of backed away and shook his head no. And, uh, I think it was kind of like a transitional thing that I wasn't supposed to touch him at that time. So uh, it was, it was a great feeling to see him, to see, you know, he was, he had a full body and he was happy. I mean, he was glowing and he was all in white and, and uh, after he uh, after he showed me, he just he just kind of faded out. So I was I was I was very I wasn't scared. I was just re- you know relieved that uh, I guess he he just was telling me don't worry about it. I'm fine. Was that the last time your dad has appeared to you in spirit? No, I, I, a couple more times. I was uh, working one night at a hotel. I was working security, and I was walking down the hallway, and it was dimly lit. And I was walking down the hallway, and I seen this man started walking towards me, and as mm-hmm. as I got closer and closer, um, I I could see it was my father. And as he as he got right up to me, he said, you know, he said um, he said hi, Willie, and uh, and I just looked at him. I said, Dad. I said, Yeah. I said, well, What are you doing here? He said, I I just wanted to come and see you. I said, um, uh, You know, I'm glad to see you. And he said, he said, I just wanted to let you know, you know, everything's fine, and I'm watching over you. I'm with your grandfather. I'm with your grandmother, and uh, I'll, I'll be watching over you. And I reached out to touch him. He let he let me touch him this time, and he he was solid. And uh, you know, uh, I kind of I kind of backed away, and I said, Well, I'm glad to, I'm glad to see you, Dad. Do you want me to tell, you know, my brothers and sisters anything? And he and he said, Just tell them that, that you saw me, and I'm watching over him, watching over all of them and the grandkids. And when he did that, he smiled at me, and he just disappeared. So uh, that was one time, one other time that I saw him. And then, of course, uh, a couple of times, I've, uh, if, if I'm if, if something's going on in my life and I need a kind of a push, he uh, he either comes to me in a dream or he'll he'll appear in front of me and and give me comfort with it. Do you see other spirits as well, or do you just see just see your dad? Oh, I see. I see other spirits as well. Uh, in fact, uh, it's it's to a point where I have to kind of block myself off, or it, it would it would be kind of overwhelming. But uh, I know when I and I go out on cases and things, when people call me for for different cases, like I'll get a call and something's going on in my house. Can you come and and check it out for me? Or I'll go out with other teams. They'll contact me to want me to go out and see if I can see anything or feel anything. Uh, I kind of get myself in, into that. that that mode and open myself up to go in and see if I see anything in a house or any properties or anything like that. And I've got to make sure that I don't, I don't bring anything home with me too. Cause I have a tendency to kind of, they kind of want to follow me around cause uh, I've got that energy where 
they know that yeah. I can see them and they try to get me to, you know, give messages or, or a lot of times they'll come to me if they're, if they don't know what's going on and I'll, I'll cross them over. So how do you, how do you make sure you don't bring unwanted spirits or energies or entities home with you and, and how do you block them? Every time, every time I go out on a case, I, I, I do a prayer and put a white light of protection around me, and I also bring my spirit guides in for protection too. And uh, it works very, very well. Uh, I haven't brought anything home with me yet. Mm-hmm. As, as a matter of fact, I've got my entire home blessed, and uh, it's kind of it's 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 really sacred ground because I've got everything blessed on the property. My house is blessed. Uh, I've actually seen spirits come as far as you know, up to my up to my property line and stop because I've, I've got uh, my property blessed uh, now. Uh, spirits, good. you've got good spirits and bad spirits, so good spirits won't force themselves. That's why uh, I have to put up a kind of a barrier because a lot of times I, if I go out and have to do a clearing or something like that, um, you know, they might try to follow me home, and, and that, that's why I have to put up my protections. Now, Let's say someone listening tonight believes, Willie, that their home is in danger, that there may be some negative spirit entity or, or demonic presence trying to get into their house, and they, they'd like to protect their, themselves and their family. What can they do until they contact a person like yourself? Rob, you're, you're breaking up. I, I didn't hear your question. I, I, say, I said, you know, how can people protect themselves from these evil spirits who may want to be getting into their house or, or, or possessing them until they can contact a person like yourself? Well, uh, it, it all boils down to how open a person is and, and, and what their beliefs are. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, you, if you're a person of real faith, you, you can go ahead and do your prayer. I usually tell them to put up a, a white light protection around their house and do a prayer, uh, protection prayer. Um, if they, if, like, if they can get a hold of some holy water uh, uh-huh. or some sage, I have them go ahead and do a, do a uh, minor uh, blessing on the house to try to hold everything at bay. If they're really having a lot of uh, trouble with a negative entity or something really nasty trying to get into the house or, or, or bother them, that'll give them time to hold it at bay until they get a hold of somebody like me or somebody from the paranormal clergy, which I'm a member of. Now, the paranormal clergy is based out of uh, Louisville, Kentucky, and it was founded by Bishop James Long of the Old Catholic Church. And the, the, the reason he founded the paranormal clergy was because in case something really bad does happen, like it, it's, say, it's, it's very seldom that this happens, but if there is a demonic entity or a nasty entity or, or something's going on in a person's house or even if a person's possessed, um, it doesn't, you know, he has certain criteria that he has to follow, but it's it's not as long as criteria that it is with a regular Catholic Church. So he's able to go in and have his investigators go in, and if they're pretty well uh, satisfied that there is something demonic going on, he, he's able to go in and take care of it. Or uh, he's asked me to uh, join the clergy a couple of years ago because he was having a lot of Native American cases and uh, where people wanted a shaman. So He's asked me to come on board as a shaman too, to uh, to help out in, in certain demonic cases or that play, cases that involved, say, uh, uh, desecration of graves or anything like that, that that I might go in and, and take care of. Tell me, how real is evil? 
it's it's pretty real because uh, I have now a lot of people see on TV all these demonic cases on TV and stuff. You might run into a real demonic case one out of a hundred. Um, a lot of it is just nasty entities that that, uh, that that prey on people. You know that move things around and attack people and scratch people and things like that. Uh, they're not really demonic. They're they are just you know if they were nasty and and human form you, usually when they transition over they're 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 nasty too in spirit form too so uh you know they're 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 really uh pretty easy to get rid of uh, if you if you do run into a demonic case a lot of these uh paranormal groups they'll go out and and if they run into a nasty entity they'll figure it's demonic not not true i mean you have to you if you if they figure that they run into something like that they need to get a hold of a clergy a member of a clergy to go in and see if that's really what's going on. A lot of times it's just it's just a bad entity in there. And uh, I know one case I worked on, it tried to make me think it was a demonic entity, and it wasn't. It was just a, it was I call it a punk spirit, and it, it didn't take me long to banish it from from the the apartment that it was in. It was it was plaguing two women in the apartment, and it was scratching them and and uh, pushing them and things like that. But when I went in with a group, I went in and did a clearing and uh, took care of the job. Now, while you were in that house, did you actually see the the spirits scratching and pushing these people around, or is this what they reported to you? Well, they actually, the paranormal team that came and got me was working on the case. They actually took pictures of the uh, the scratches and the burns. There was also burns. No, no, and, no, no, uh, that's not what I'm asking. I said, was it actually seen happening, or was this the after effect of the of the uh, demonic uh, interaction? Oh, it was seen. It was it was seen happening. Then let me ask and, you. This, uh, let me uh, ask. Let me ask you this, Willie. If you can't see these spirits, how can they scratch you? Uh, it's the uh, it's the energy that they project. Uh, now I've gone into uh, uh, like in one haunting, I went into mm-hmm. to to uh, clear out a house. I actually got scratched outside. The, the 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 dwelling as I walked up to it, I mean three scratches appeared on my arm, and uh, as I walked in, mm-hmm. I could, you know I felt I felt this push trying to keep me out of the house, so I can actually feel that energy and the scratches when it happened. I actually uh, the pictures were taken right at the time it happened, and uh, uh, the 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 actual force you can actually feel it. I I understand that, but. The pictures were taken after it happened, not while it was being done, right? Yeah. Interesting. You and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as the Exxon continues here on the all-new Exxon Broadcast Network and Talk Star Radio. Willie Windwalker Gibson is our guest. His website is http colon forward slash spiritly.fatcow.com forward slash windwalker and of course we'll have a link to willie's uh, website at xonepodcast.com or you can go to itunes as well all our shows are on itunes my name is rob mcconnell this is the exon investigating the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology continues on the other side of this break right here from our studios in hamilton ontario canada on the exon broadcast network and talkstar don't go away Thank you. 
White Castle's new Bacon Ranch Chicken Ring Slider is a symphony of savory on our signature bun. Start with two chicken rings. Mmm, surrender to the tender all-white meat chicken. And now, boom goes the bacon. Crispy, twisty, don't diss me. And here comes... There it is. Creamy, dreamy, Hidden Valley Original Ranch. <laughs> the Bacon Ranch Chicken Ring Slider. Two for you, just $3. Only at White Castle. While supplies last, tax not included. There's something strange in your neighborhood. Who you gonna call? Ghostbusters! There's something weird and it don't look good. Who you gonna call? Ghostbusters! I ain't afraid of no Gibson is our special guest. I'm sorry, it's Willie Windwalker Gibson. No disrespect meant there, Willie. Um, you and I were talking over the over the news break about a, a case that you're working on. Uh, you write for Visions Magazine, and in fact, the case that you're going to be talking about now is featured in uh, in the magazine. And this, apparently, from what you were telling me, Willie, is an entire neighborhood that is haunted. Yes, what it was, um, this neighborhood was built on an old plantation, mm-hmm. part of an old plantation, the whole neighborhood. And uh, this one uh, particular house uh, contacted me, uh, and uh, the lady that lived in the house said there were some things going on in her house, and she wanted an investigation. So I went in uh, to do the investigation to do a walkthrough with a paranormal team, and uh but as I was walking towards the house, when we pulled up, as I was walking towards the house, I could see in back of the house was woods. And in the back of those woods, I could see it like an energy field along the along the ground. So that kind of told me something was going on uh, right away. If, uh, to explain it to you, if, if you would see what a hot road would look like, that's what it looks like. It kind of like, like wavy right. heat signatures is what I see. So as I was walking up to the house, I, you know, I, and it, this was uh, in August, I was in short sleeves and I felt a burning on my arm, and there were three scratches that went that was going down my arm. It went down my arm, and uh, right away, uh, one of the uh, paranormal team members took a picture of it, and uh, we went on into the house, and right away I felt different entities in the house. There were five different entities. Uh, there was even a, a a kid, and there was a child, female child, in there. Uh, there was one entity in there that had been burned up in a fire. Uh, there was another entity that, you know, it just it just took resonance there mm-hmm. because it, 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 they liked the, the energy in, 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 in the area. So uh, all in all, we had to deal with five entities. As we as we went, as I walked on through the house, you know, I could feel that there's something going on up in the attic. As I walked up into the attic, uh, I found uh, there was a, a big uh, portal type of energy 
in the attic and where these things, where these entities were coming out. So right then and there, we knew we had to close that off. So uh, as I finished the walkthrough and did the report to the person that, that lived in the house, and, and they decided that they wanted to, the house cleared. So, uh, of course, the paranormal team set up their, their equipment and everything. They do their thing, and I do my thing. So they set up their equipment, and uh, I tried to uh, sit down and make contact with, with the spirits in the house. One of the spirits, as I said, was a little girl, and uh, she had she had actually, uh, this little kid was had died probably 150 years ago, and she died of pneumonia, and she was lost looking for her mother. And we were successful, I was successful in crossing her over. Uh, the One of the entity that was burned in the fire, uh, he was kind of uh, uh, reluctant to go. He was kind of scared. But after after uh, I talked with him and, and put him to ease, I was able to cross him over. And the other three, I literally had to banish from the house. They would not cross over, so I had to do a, a clearing and a ceremony to banish them from the house. Ships of the land, ships of the morn Some who wish they'd never been born They are the ghosts of Cape Horn All around a riddle-de-rum With a rim-dim-diddy and a rum Sailing away at the break of dawn They are the ghosts of Cape Horn See them all in sad repair Demons dance everywhere Southern gale Tattered sails and none to tell the tale. Come on. Welcome back, everyone. There is a Spirits of Fall festival that's hosted by Spiritually Speaking and Wind uh, Windwalker and Shaman. Is it this coming uh, October? Yeah. And Willie, tell us more about it. Uh, it's called Spiritually Speaking presents Spirits of Fall festival. It's going to be October the 9th, uh, 2010, in Louisville, mm-hmm. Kentucky, at uh, the Holiday Inn Southwest. And it's from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., and we're going to have booths. Uh, we're going to have lectures on the paranormal, different paranormal investigators. Uh, we're going to have Bishop Long there doing a lecture on demonology. I'll be doing a lecture on spirit guides and uh, psychic abilities. Uh, other uh, lecturers is going to be Rick Hayes, uh, a medium. Um we're going to have uh, different uh, paranormal groups there setting up booths. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, some of the proceeds is going to be going to uh, Make a Wish Foundation. Um, the uh, admission fee is six bucks, so you know it's a it's a good thing for an all day thing. You know, come and learn about the paranormal. And uh, a lot of these conferences, you know, they charge a lot of money to get in. I mean, some of them charge as much as fifty bucks to wow. get in. When you get in there, you don't you don't you don't see anything. So this way, uh, what we're doing, we're just uh, making it affordable for people to come in and, and learn about the paranormal. And, you know, we're going to be doing lectures all day and then go boost and see different uh, paranormal investigators, uh, different different mm-hmm. mediums. Uh, we're going to have vendors there, you know, uh, you know, selling different things. And, uh, and of course, we, and like I said, pro- some of the proceeds will benefit the Make-A-Wish Foundation. That's a very good... Uh, charity for 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 us we 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 like to help the kids out and uh um 
hopefully we'll have a good time. Everybody have a good time there, and everybody come there, and you, they'll they'll be very, very they'll have a lot of fun. And that's the this coming October. And what are the dates in October, Willie? I can't find them on your uh, brochure. October the ninth. Uh, we're just going to have it for one day. Oh, there it is, right there, October the ninth. Mm-hmm. Willie, I'd like to thank you so much for joining us uh, again here on the X Zone. But I do have one more question for you. Why sure. are there so many people experiencing paranormal events these days than 20, 30 years ago? I actually believe it's it's the earth changes and a lot of a lot of things are starting to open up. People don't realize that there really is things called portals mm-hmm. and this energy opens up and a lot of this paranormal activity is starting. And I'm finding when I go out on a lot of cases that different places, you know, like even houses have portals opening up in them and things coming out. I mean, a house can lay dormant for 30, 40 years, and and when these portals open up, I mean, it comes very active. So a lot of it's got to do with earth changes. Willie, thanks very much for joining us. Take care of yourself, my friend. Give our listeners your website, please. Uh, uh, com slash windwalker slash. Willie, until the next time you and I meet here in the Exxon, take care of yourself. Always great talking to you. And Exxon Nation. Thank you, Rob. Once again, that's Willie Windwalker Gibson. Uh, he is the organizer of the Spirit of uh, Fall Festival. That's going to be held in Louisville. Along with Melissa White. Along, yes. Uh, that's this coming October the 9th. Once again, his website is, uh, let me see, spiritually.fatcow.com forward slash windwalker. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as we continue here in the Exxon, live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Exxon Broadcast Network and the Talk Star Radio Network. Don't go away. Thank you. 